Hello, dear friends. I hope today's podcast finds you well. It is day 43 of 100 Days of Podcast. I'm your host, Heather. We're here on our third day of music episodes. And today, I am sending an apology out into the universe. Let's back up a a moment, though. Back to, uh, let's go back to, I don't know, around 2006, 2008 timeframe. Taylor Swift was was a country singer back then. She was you know, just, just starting out, her debut album came out in 2006. Cute songs, but uh, I wasn't a, wasn't a huge fan of Taylor. And I remember somewhere between 2006 and 2009, she sang on an award show and it was terrible. I mean, like it was, it was bad. And that night, she ended up winning, like, the Female Vocalist of the Year, which obviously isn't voted on that, that day or anything. But, but I made a post on Facebook. And the post I made was like, well, I thought you had to be able to sing to be Female Vocalist of the Year. Or maybe it was Entertainer of the Year. I don't remember which one. Time Hop and face, Facebook like to remind me every year that I posted this comment. Here's the deal. Taylor grew up. She moved over to pop music. And in my opinion, really blossomed. She's always been a talented songwriter. And I can say now that I really like her voice now. But I owe her an apology for that hateful comment so many years ago. So Taylor, if you're listening... I am sorry. I am sorry for judging you all those years ago. And I hope that you forgive me and allow me to continue to be the fan that I am now today. Now that I have said my piece about, uh, about what I said in the past, and that's out in the open. So all you Taylor Swift fans out there, don't, don't come, don't throw the hate, okay? I apologized. Um, but I want to move on to talk about some of my favorite, some of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. Like some of the things that, like the highlights about Taylor that I like. I definitely do not claim to be an all-knowing Taylor Swift fan. I do not know all her songs. I do not know all the history or anything like that. Um, but what I do know is that she is talented. Very, very talented. I'll admit, I'm a little jealous of these people that get to go to uh, these, I say get to go, but uh, go buy tickets and, and go to these like Taylor Swift sing-along parties. That seems like, that seems amazing. I, my friend went to one like just a couple weeks ago. I mean, that sounds like it would be a fantastic night, but I don't know enough songs I'll be honest, I don't know enough of the deep cuts to like go and like, like immerse myself. But like, if we got together and did that for like Train, Maroon 5, Matchbox 20, um, yeah, bands like that, I'm all in. But back to Taylor. (laughs) Um, The first album that I really truly liked was 1989. And that one came out in 2014. 
this was her first like pop album. And I enjoyed those songs so much. I mean, I even have it, I have it on vinyl. I think Jay got it for me for Christmas or something that, um, that year or the year after. But the style just suits her so much more. The pop world to me suits her so much better. Like she just fits more in that space. Um, but songs on that album, like Shake It Off, Blank Space, Bad Blood. I mean, those are some songs. When I hear them, I sing them out loud at the top of my lungs if I'm by myself. Uh, or I dance around the house or whatever. They're just, I don't know, that whole album. I just love the whole album. And when I, Jay must have bought that for me. I'm thinking about it. I lived in Nashville. And he got me a record player. So he got that for me for Christmas of 2014 um, is when I got that. Because, yeah, it came, he bought it for me with my record player. And I had that in Nashville. So, good. Put those dots together for myself. Um, From 2014 to now, um, I've listened to her music on and off. As songs come out and I hear them playing on the radio or playing in a place. And and I go, oh, that's Taylor Swift. And, And maybe I'll go, like, pull it up and listen to some things. I haven't been, like, a... I know because I follow a couple people on on social media that like are big into like Taylor and they they talk about like the the messages that she'll put out like the the cryptic things because she does this and I think it's really cool but I'm just not that deep into the fandom um, to understand or know all of it so so that's you know when she's been putting when she's put out hints to new albums and different things I haven't been following that so. I just kind of follow like what's on the radio, like what's big. And then if I go to listen to the album, like I'll find some other deeper cuts that I like. So there's, there's kind of how my <clears throat> relationship with Taylor's music has been since the 1989 album. In 2020, um, Netflix released the Miss Americana documentary, which was about Taylor and the little like uh, description on the, on Netflix says in this revealing documentary, Taylor Swift embraces her role as a songwriter and performer and as a woman harnessing the full power of her voice. I really enjoyed that documentary. I had a good respect for Taylor uh, before watching the documentary, but after I definitely had another level of respect for her and for her talent. It's the, the songwriting process like to, to watch her go through this process of writing a song and, and she's in the studio and it's, it's, it's a process to me that is fascinating. And I would love to like understand more of like how all of these things work. I would love to be able to do these things. That is not me. I can, I, I cannot write a song. Not that I've ever, I don't know if I've ever truly tried. I've written one song in my entire life. Um, and I wrote it at, um, when I was at the, um, I was doing this thing called Chrysalis. It was a, like a two or three day, um, like kind of church retreat thing. I don't really know how to describe it. <laughs> if you know what Chrysalis is, you'll, <clears throat> you understand. Um, but the, uh, I wrote a song when I was at Chrysalis and I remember I sang it at the the last day, but that's the only song I've ever written. And I've just never tried to write another song because I just, that's just not, 
I don't know. That's not my forte. And I know that. So that's fine. Um, but she is a very talented songwriter and I very much respect the process and I'm very in awe of how all of that happens and works. Now, other thing, Taylor Swift is a big fan of Law & Order, SVU. She even has a cat named Olivia after Olivia Benson. So she keeps lots of cool points for that. Yeah, I brought cool points back. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so she she's super cool in my book just because of that. And the cat is super cute too. So we'll leave that there. Um, but after all this, you may think like, why would I need to apologize or even bring up that I had a bad opinion of her at some point? How, how is that relevant to, to life in general? Well, I want you to know that it's okay to grow. It's okay to go back and change your mind. If you were wrong about something or someone, have the courage to say so. And if it's warranted, apologize for it. I put that out into into the uh, internet, you know, interwebs of social media where now it lives forever and ever. And it is, you know, seen that I said Taylor Swift was terrible. Maybe not in those exact words, but uh, I said that she couldn't sing. But she can. You know, she, she, I will say she definitely grew into her voice. Her voice came over the years and maybe at least the voice that I like is now the voice that she has now as, as a more mature singer. I like her voice now better than then. But basically, if you're wrong about something or somebody, have the courage to say so. Have the courage to apologize if you were able to. I am not always the best about this. I am also not the fastest at giving chances uh, for people to change my mind about them or about specific subjects, but I'm trying. I try to be an open-minded person. I try to be a loving person. I try my best to, uh, you know, do what the Lord tells me to do and is to love everybody. Um, So yeah, but I mean, maybe you felt like this before. Um, maybe like scared to admit that you changed your mind about something and it's okay. Please know that you will not find judgment from me. We can all grow and learn to admit when we were wrong or that we have a new viewpoint on someone or something. That's the whole point is that we can all grow and learn. We can't, we can all do that. It's hard to admit when we're wrong. It's definitely hard to admit. But it's something that as you grow up, you know, as you as you get older, it's important to learn how to do that. To and and I say learn how to admit when you're wrong. We need to know how to do that, but I think it's even before then, right? It's even to realize that we were wrong. Having the open-mindedness enough to listen to a different viewpoint, to sit down with somebody that you don't know, uh, that you didn't know and that you maybe didn't like and get to know them and get to learn about them or, you know, unravel some judgment that you've had about somebody. Um. I don't know. I, f- I feel like most of us have probably been in the situation. Maybe we're in this situation now. But I'm going to close out on that. Just food for thought for you. Um, 
if you if you're in that position where maybe you've said something publicly about somebody or for, or privately for that matter uh and you realize that hey I was wrong about that subject or I was wrong about that person like be willing to to admit it and if you need to give an apology give an apology so Taylor I'm sorry sorry I didn't think you could sing way back when but I do respect you now I do appreciate your music and can't wait to hear what you keep putting out. All right, everybody. I hope that you have a fantastic day. Uh, I want you to remember three things that you are loved, you are worthy, and there are great things ahead for you if you trust and believe in the Lord. I will see you tomorrow. Bye. Mwah!